Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Decoded Project podcast. Uh, today, we are going to decode willpower, okay? How often do you guys hear that term thrown around, right? willpower. Um, while I am a really big advocate of it, I think I'm more so an advocate of what people mean when they say it, but I really want to kind of uh, help you understand what I think it means and actually what I think we need to do more of. Um, so we're going to dissect that in today's episode. So we're just going to go ahead and dive right in. Um, so I've been reading a couple books lately. If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you know that I love self, not self-help books. I, I hate that term. I don't know why. Um, but like professional development, skills development, self-development, all the development. Um, I love, 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 love them. And it's really weird. I, I don't read them like I feel like normal people do. I feel like I'm maybe a little bit too squirrel brain for that. So I don't know. I have about... 13 new books that I, I got like, you know, on Amazon or, you know, from, uh, you know, the author websites or whatever. And I, I, I read them here and there. I read them as I feel like I need. Um, whatever my brain, soul, heart journey needs, I'm like, I'm going to go read a little bit in that book. And lo and behold, whatever I read always speaks to me in my journey. And I just align with it so much. And I'm like, heck yes. So, um, one of the books that I was reading recently was The Compound Effect. And of course, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't tell you who the author is, but I will make sure to try and tell you in the next episode um, or post about it on my Instagram for those of you guys who follow me. Um, okay, so in The Compound Effect, he talks a lot about this, and it's really, really funny because um, in my previous life, <laughs> before entrepreneurship, I was a clinical therapist. And one of the things that I really, really, uh, honed on, and I would say like, if I was known for anything as a therapist, this is what it would be. Number one, it was radical acceptance. And number two, it was everything is a choice. Okay. And I know that is not a very popular opinion. Everything is a choice, but it, number one, it is. Um, and number two, I think it's just not because of the society we live in. We live in a very finger pointing blame culture. Um, and I really think that has a lot to do with why we're just seeing, um, a whole lot less success and independence in our, in our society today. So, um, anyway, to go back to the book, I was talking about the compound effect, he talks a lot about the issue of willpower, right? Uh, we probably use this term a lot with it when it comes to like exercise and dieting, right? Like I don't have the willpower to resist this Snickers or uh, these Oreos or that pasta. I mean, I don't know if anyone has willpower to resist pasta, but um, <laughs> so, you know, willpower, right? We hear that a lot, but I really, I really want to kind of break that down because I don't think that's really the word we're talking about, okay? And we're going to talk about why. First, um, I don't know why, but I'm feeling like I need some water. Okay. <laughs> now that I am hydrated. Um, okay. So one of the things I love that he says in there is he goes, it's not willpower, it's why power. Okay. And that resonated with me so much. I almost had this like throw the book in the air, throw my hands up in the air like I just didn't care moment. Like, yes, finally, somebody else is resonating with what I've always said. That Courtney is not a jerk. Um, I always kind of felt that at least uh, in, my, in a lot of my group therapy sessions, you know, a lot of people would feel like I was just this really judgmental jerk who was like, wanted everybody to take responsibility for everything and wanted to blame everybody and be like, this is your fault. It always will be. And 
not the case. And and I will say that after the end of the of the sessions, everyone was always felt very enlightened and, and very self-aware and they very much appreciated it. But for the first few sessions, I was not very popular. Um, it is a very hard topic, I will say. And it's really difficult for a lot of even the most enlightened people to grasp because I really think it fights today's culture. Like I said, the blame culture um, and the entitlement that we have uh, because we we just really aren't aren't uh, taught to really take responsibility, um, and so I really want to talk to you guys about this. And when he said this, I was like, yes, I am going to talk about this because I'm going to kind of go back to my roots and I'm going to act like we are in group therapy together and we are going to be talking about this. Right, everything is a choice, and if you have some paper or if you have lipstick near your mirror or whatever, I want you to write this down somewhere. Okay, somehow. Everything is a choice, okay? Everything is a choice. That might hurt to write that, okay? <laughs> you might end up, you might be thinking and fighting me in your head right now, thinking, but Courtney, when I was five, this happened to me, and when I was here, I was part of this hurricane, and blah, 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 you're telling me that's my choice? No. No, and we're gonna get into those things, okay? But I want you to, I want you to imagine we're gonna, we're gonna talk a little bit like uh, word pictures. And if you followed me at all, whether you have followed me on Instagram or Facebook, whether you were part of my team or my, my real life, <laughs> um, or if you are working your way backwards in these podcasts, you've probably come to know me a little bit more by now. Um, I love word pictures, okay? That's just kind of how I communicate. I feel like people who have gifts of the head, that is what they do. That is one of their gifts, and so. I'm gonna give you that gift. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a little on a little word picture here. Okay, so one of the things we always talked about was everything is your choice. And whenever people want to combat that, whenever they want to come back at you and they want to rationalize it and justify it and say it's not, I always come at them with this word picture, right? And this analogy. And I want to say, okay, you imagine you work at a bank. Okay, you are a teller at a bank. All right. And somebody in a ski mask and gun comes and points it at your head and says, open the safe, right? What are you going to do? Probably open the safe, right? Right, you're probably going to open it. I don't care if there's a bajillion dollars in there. <laughs> it's not your bajillion dollars. And even if it was, you're probably thinking to yourself, it's just money. It's not worth dying over. I'm going to open the safe, <laughs> Okay, and I don't think anybody would blame you. Okay, but I want you to imagine now, same scenario, you're still a bank teller. The same person comes in, ski mask, gun, holds it to your head, and says, Open the safe, right? But your child is in that safe. Okay, your dog is in that safe. Your most precious, prized possession, person you love, your parents, your godparents, your niece, your nephew, whatever, they are in that safe. Okay, let's not get into logistics about oxygen and stuff, okay? Um, <laughs> for all of you like super, super logical people right now who are going to be uh, arguing that. Um, they are in that safe, okay? Are you going to open it? No. No, chances are you are not. And that might mean consequences like death. It might mean dire circumstances now present themselves, right? So so the, the what hasn't changed, right? You're still a bank teller. They're still a robber. 
uh, you're still given the same option, the same choice, the same circumstances, but what has changed? The why. Why are you opening it or why aren't you opening it? The why, the whys in our lives, guys, keep us from making stupid choices, (laughs) okay? Or they prompt us to make scary, courageous choices or safe choices, right? The why, the why is really what drives everything, okay? Whys change the stakes, you know, why you're going to do something. If I, uh, and in his book, in the compound effect, he says, you know, uh, I put a, a four by four plank on the floor and I said, walk across it and I'll give you $20. You do it, right? Because the why, you're, you're assessing the risk. There really isn't any. The risk is worth it because, well, the risk is low, okay? Now that same plank is over to buildings, right? And you now have to walk from building to building using only that plank. The stakes have changed, haven't they? The risk has now grown significantly. If I, and and then the what's, right? Still the same plank, still the same 20 bucks. (laughs) If I said walk across it for 20 bucks, what would you say? And if you're an adrenaline junkie, you probably would say like, oh, I'll do it for free. But I'm talking about normal people, (laughs) A normal person would tell me to go get bent, okay? They're going to be like, girl, that is not worth $20. I could die. All right, you're assessing the risk, and the risk is telling you that the why is not worth it. Okay, the $20 is not worth it. Now, if I said, I'll give you a million dollars, some of you guys might consider it, right? Because to some of you guys, a million dollars is worth it. The stakes have changed. The why has changed, okay? It is now worth it because some of you guys need a million dollars that bad or to some of you that 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 value is something that motivates you. Okay, but I'm going to tell you something that would drive almost anybody across it. And it is if there is a fire on one end of the building, (laughs) right, the building you are currently on, that's going to motivate you, isn't it? Right. Fear. Fear motivates us. The fear of loss, the fear of pain, right, the fear of regret, which is kind of also like the fear of pain. Those motivate us. Our whys, the stakes have changed, right? We are trying to escape pain. We are trying to avoid pain. Now, okay, um, what if your child was on the other side where the fire was, right? You were on the safe side. You now had to cross the plank over onto the building that was on fire, but your child was there, your dog or your loved one, right? The same person that you locked in the safe (laughs) a couple minutes ago. They're over there. The stakes have changed, right? That is your why. So if you are wondering why you have not found the success that you want yet, why you have not made as much money, why you have not finished that thing or started that thing, is your why. Your stakes are not big enough. Your what if, okay? Your what if or or else, is not big enough, right? If you don't do that thing that you want to do, what is the consequence? What is the outcome if you do not, right? That's called your or else, right? If anyone has kids or teenagers, right, and you tell them to go do something and they're like, or else what, right? You're only as strong as your or else because if you're like, well, um, or else, uh, or else, 
you're not gonna get any vegetables for dinner. They're gonna be like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I guess I'm not doing it, right? Or you could be like, or else you're grounded, or or else you're gonna lose your video games, or or else something else that causes them emotional pain and suffering, right? Like that's all parents are for, right? Um, they're probably gonna change their tune, right? They're not gonna do it happily, but they'll probably do it right? Because the stakes have changed. And so that's what I mean by your or else. So if you're not succeeding at what you want in life, I really want you to stop blaming. Stop blaming your boss, your coworkers, your mentor, your spouse, your kids, uh, your time, your circumstance, your finances, whatever. Stop pointing the finger and take responsibility. Um, in that book, he also quotes somebody who says, you know, uh, um, adolescence or childhood ends and adulthood begins when you begin to take 100% responsibility for your life. How true is that? It is nobody else's fault but your own, right? Everything is a choice. How you feel today is a choice. I don't care what has happened to you. I don't care how you woke up today. I don't care what trauma has befallen you. I don't care any of those things. And what I mean by I don't care is what I, I'm not giving them life for you. Okay, what I'm telling you is I'm taking away their power. Okay, you have the power. You have the choice to unpack and live there in those feelings, in that pain, or you have the choice to simply move forward, move on, no matter how slow or, or difficult, okay? And that's what I want you to know. You have the power, you have the choice to feel however you want to feel, to experience whatever you want to experience, okay? It is your choice. If your day sucks, it is because you want it to. Are you feeling me? <laughs> Do you hate me yet, okay? Your relationship sucks because you let it. You are choosing to continue in it. You are choosing to perpetuate the lack of a communication, the uh, toxicity, the drama, whatever, right? Your business is not succeeding because you are not letting it. You are choosing other things, okay? You know, that's hard to, hard to take responsibility for. And I'm not trying to blame. I am trying to help you take responsibility for things and for you to own your power again. Or maybe for the first time. Okay? When you begin to take back power that is rightfully yours from the circumstances you surrendered them to or the people you surrendered them to, Dude, you start experiencing so much more peace in your life, so much more success, so much more gratitude, so much more control in all the right areas, and you are going to start feeling more like you, more joyful, and more aligned with everything in your life. Stop blaming when you blame you give part of your power or all of it to whatever it is that you are blaming if i say sorry guys can't come because the kids who am i giving my control to who am i surrendering my power to and those little monsters that i love so much okay um when i say sorry guys uh can't my spouse blah 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 blah, blah. i am giving all of my power to my spouse Okay, I'm giving all my power to time, 
to circumstance, to chance, to school, to whatever, because I cannot take responsibility for the series of choices that I make, okay? Everything is a choice. And the moment you start to realize that and have some radical acceptance, remember I said there are two things I am known for in the therapy world that it is, everything is a choice and radical acceptance, okay? The moment you start to own those two things and really work on them and and really own them, dude, does your life change so much? Oh my gosh, okay? It gives you so much more peace, so much more understanding, so much more patience for the world and for people, (laughs) right? You cannot control other people. People can only make you feel a certain way if you let them, okay? I was talking about this uh, the other day on a live that I did, and I said, you know, I hate when people say, you made me mad, you hurt me, you made me sad, you this, right? Whenever a sentence starts with you, I immediately want to be like, stop right there, okay? Nobody can make you feel a certain way without your permission, okay? Nobody. Stop giving them that power. Nobody can make you mad. People can say words and you can make the choice to be offended by that. You can make the choice to feel hurt by that, okay? And then how you choose to react is still a choice. So when you become angry and you react angrily, it is not that person's fault. It is yours, Again, I am not blaming. I am helping you take responsibility. The moment you do this, you grow up. (laughs) You grow up so much. Your brain, your heart, your spirit, your soul, your aura, whatever, it grows up. Okay? You're going to level up in your life, sis. You know, trust me. Um, That is really what I want you to walk away from. Is your why strong enough? Is your or else strong enough? If you are not achieving what you want right now and you are not starting what you want or stopping what you know you need to, your why is not strong enough. I don't care right now if you say your why is your children. Your why is not strong enough, okay? And it's not to say you don't love your children, but for some people, that's not why they do things. And that is okay, That may not be what your special sauce is for success, okay? For some people, it's financial independence. For some people, it's belonging and stature and recognition. For some people, it is an escape. It is something else. And you need to be true and honest about what that why is. You know how you know what that why is? It's when you get up and you wake up and you take action without even thinking about it and nobody has to remind you to do shit. You just do it. Okay? That is how you know you have found your why. Is when you are so motivated, you will get up and do the do no matter how hard it is, no matter what battles you face that day, no matter how much you feel like it or don't, you just do it. Okay? How you show up in the difficult times and when you show up in the difficult times or if you show up in the difficult times tells me whether your why is strong enough. And I can tell you from experience, I know so many times people's whys are just not strong enough. I don't care what they say. I don't care if they say it's their husband, their their grandma, their kids, their dogs. No, 
Now, it doesn't mean you love those things or people any less. It just means that they are not your why. They are not the gas in that car. And it's okay. It is okay. So that's another thing. I'm going to give you permission. It's okay if your kids are not your why. You are not any less of a mother or father. Okay? Find your why and what it is. That is your why power. Okay? Remember, it's not willpower. It's not will I do this, will I do that? Because frankly, you have no control over that. You have control over the why and you have control over the what, okay? And then once you have control over the why, you have control of the what, you will have control of the will, okay? I hope you guys found some value in that. I know it was gonna tick some people off, but trust me when I say growing is really uncomfortable, that is gonna help you grow. Practice some radical acceptance, telling yourself, I want you to spend 24 hours, okay? I'm gonna give you guys a challenge. I am going to tell you for the next 24 hours, I want you to take responsibility for everything that day. Everything. Even if it feels weird. <laughs> Even if it blatantly feels like another person's fault, okay? I want you to somehow Take responsibility for the situation, for your part in the situation. I want you to screenshot this right now. Take me at the CourtneyRogers.co, R-O-G-E-R-S. I got that a couple times. They asked me if it had a D. It does not. <laughs> Courtney, uh, the CourtneyRogers.co on Instagram. And I want you to tell me how taking responsibility for the next or the last 24 hours changed for you. What were some things that you took responsibility for that you were blaming other people for before this? Okay, and I want you to tell me the value you took away from it. Because I really do feel like as difficult of a subject as this is for people, it is one that has uh, just so much potential for tremendous growth in your life and in your business. So with that said, guys, I will go ahead and let you guys go. I am doing really, really good, so pat myself on the back for uh, keeping this in a timely fashion uh, around the 20 minute mark. I'm so proud of myself. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and giving me your ear. I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much. I hope you have a fantastic day and that you start taking responsibility for everything. So <laughs> with that said, guys, have a good one. Peace.